us a step up our game. And we have an extra bottle of Foresters out here, so things yeah, are looking great over here at the yeah, Florida Podcast. Yeah. I'm probably about to kill a bottle. Uh, Alright, let's get this thing started. Um, yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? You are back with another installment of the Poet Up Podcast with the whole small Chi, a.k.a. Molly Mall, a.k.a. Mall Raw, a.k.a. J Truth. And with me, I have our co-host... Uh, Jay Ward, a.k.a. I'm happy to be here with y'all and, and not <laughs> stuck in the house with, the, with this quarantine situation. Um, Biggest effects. For real. And, of course, it's me, Blues. Just happy to be a part of this situation. <laughs> and uh, today we have as our guest, Mr. Mason Parker. What up? Air horns. Oh, oh, air horns. Oh, I ain't yeah. never got air horns before. Yo, yo. <laughs> Flex trouble. Boom. What? Uh, yeah, man, listen. <laughs> You're the first guest with these air horns, son. Son. Getting leveled up in here. I know, boy. All right, Hood so. platinum. So, uh, Jay, uh, what are we going to talk with Mason about today? Mason, so so all of us in Charlotte, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, we love Quill, we love Mason, we love all of that. Quill um, is dead. Quill no, I'm is dead. Playing. I'm just playing. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. I, I, I think we look at um, uh, the rap game and some of the stuff that we don't know, right, and some of the stuff that we do know, and the grind is always talked about. Mm-hmm. The grind is always talked about. Mm-hmm. We want to know about the grind. We want to know about the mentality that it takes to succeed. And as you were talking about earlier before we started about integrity and staying true to yourself and to your fan base, um, what does the grind look like? What does it take to be where you want to be the way you want to be there? Got to step on all the little people. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting early, okay? Let's go. Trample them. Yo, that's... Yeah, I, I like talking about the grind. That's one of my favorite things to talk about because it's one of the things that gets overlooked, you know, because they don't want to. Uh, it's not the pretty part, you know what I'm saying? So it's not the part that gets pushed when they're pushing the, the smoke and the mirrors and the lights and the camera and the action and all the other stuff. So when people like when we were growing up looking at Michael Jackson and all that other stuff and the, all the things that made us want to be involved with entertainment or made us enthralled with entertainment and art and all that other stuff. We, it wasn't the ugly side that we saw that made us want to do all that stuff. It wasn't right. all mm-hmm. the bullshit that Mike was going through. We didn't know that we were just kids and maybe our parents may have been hip to it and they would have known why he was constantly changing shades. But to us, he was just Michael Jackson. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so keeping up that like, facade so to speak is part of what makes the engine run you know what i'm saying um and in order to first so first of all when coming into it you have to understand that that's how that works yeah you know what i'm saying so if you approach it with you know if you approach it thinking like um everything is lights camera action everything is glitz and glamour where everything is what it appears to be when i look at it on bet and you don't do any research you don't you know what I'm saying? Most often when people come to me and they, you know, say I want to get into X, Y, and Z, when I start breaking down what it takes to actually make money off of your music and whatever, they're like, oh, okay. And then that's when I see, okay, do you really want to, you know what I'm saying? Because it's more than just getting in the studio. Everybody want to be like, yeah, I'm in the studio. And then when it's time to, like, register music and copyright and the cost of marketing 
all that other stuff. And it's like, <coughs> well, you know, you know, and some people are just cool, like riding around listening to themselves with their peoples, you know what I'm saying? But if you want to make a living off of it, then it requires a whole new level, a whole new mindset, you know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of people, when you say grind, I think they think of perfect, just perfecting your craft, which is definitely a part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot, your, your craft won't even level up to the point that it needs to, until you start looking at your craft from a business aspect. And if you, and if you're a true artist, and when I say true artists, I mean, a lot of us as true artists, we, uh, we have we have issues on the business side of things. When like um, I was telling my manager Jamika, we were having a laugh the other day about how uh, for a lot of artsy arts people, our biggest issue is rollout because we just create all the time and we just be throwing shit out there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. man, y'all had enough of that last thing I did. Take this out, you know. And it's really in reality, no one's really had a chance to digest what you just did. You ain't got fifty thousand views on it you still trying to put, you know what I'm saying, something new out. And that doesn't make any sense if you think about it from a business aspect. Now, if it's just like, I just like doing this, then cool. You know what I'm saying? Throw it out there. But I think um, one of the biggest parts of the grind is actually leveling up your business sense along with your artistic capability. You know what I'm saying? At the same time. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Or, you know, so... So, do, like, how do I want to phrase this question? So, do you think artists who are coming up or who are who are grinding, do you think that they just don't know that the grind is multifaceted? Do they not care or, or do they just, um, or they're just ignorant of, of what, the grind actually is. Do you think that it's just, do you think they think that it's just a word, a catchphrase, uh, you know, something cool to do? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I think that probably 93.37% of rappers, especially are just in the way, you know what I mean? Like they really, ain't for real, for real about trying to create a legacy, make a living, you know, like most people just like to be able to say that they doing shit. You Um, know what I'm saying? True. They like to say, I'm in the studio. They like to say, I got a show. They like to say, I'm talking to, I got a photo shoot. I got a video shoot. I got it. They like to talk the lingo. So yeah, yeah. And they like, it's the lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like I wake up every day and I eat, breathe, shit this right i'll talk i i do it every moment of the day and then when i go to sleep it's the last thing that i'm thinking about mm. it's the last thing that i'm doing you know mm. like i don't know what falling back off of this looks like it's it's damn near ingrained into who i am you know what i'm saying and it's not something that you know yeah i ain't really doing that right now like you will never hear that right you know what i'm saying because even if it's something that you're even if it's a season where you're you're having to kind of fall back and find your voice again you're still feeding yourself art you're still feeding your artistic self like if if that's really like a part of your being to me like you're still you're still learning something you're still pursuing it in some kind of way 
you know, even if you're falling back from like pursuing it as a living, Mm -hmm. you know, like still seeking it out because you just love the art. That's what really, to me, tells you whether or not like this is something that's for you or not. And don't get me wrong. There are people who view art as a commodity. And what I mean by that is it's like a, it's a status symbol or it's a way out of a predicament or it's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I'm a get these, I'm a dance till I can get these coins. We can get out the hood. Like right. it's a classic story. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what, cause it was better that than robbing and killing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's what you need to do, if that's what works, then cool. You know what I'm saying? But there's also those of us who like this is constituent to our being. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's like you, it, it's just who we are. It's like we're just artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just who we are, and um, that's where I fall in. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's where people who really make a mark on a game fall in. So whatever you do, if your approach is like sincere in that aspect, then I think you know you'll, you'll have success. And it'll make you a student of the game in a way where there's truly no days off, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because if, if you're not, yeah, you may not be writing right now, and that's okay. As artists, we go through spells where we just don't write. Right. Because um, you, your your spirit has to refill. Your spirit has to kind of catch up to what you've been going through in life. you got to process your experiences and stuff like that and find whatever voice you're in in that season, and that's cool. But you should never come to a if, – if this is something that you want to do for a living – then you should never come to a point where you're not studying what's going on in the game. Word. True. Yo, what's, what's it? All right. The grind. What is it worth and what is it not worth? Does that make sense? Yeah, your soul. It's not worth your soul. And by that, I mean your peace. It's not worth your peace. So you mean to tell me that <laughs> drop top rules Royce is not worth my soul? They ain't shit that's worth your soul, bro. Man, you mean all these bitches in Miami Beach ain't worth my soul? <laughs> I mean, all the bitches, all the chains, all the diamonds, all the whatever in the world, it's just not worth your peace, man. I dig it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think that's what's sad about what's going on in hip-hop right now is that we're being taught that all these things that don't matter are worth your peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And granted, like, Y'all probably know who I'm thinking about. Blues. Wait a minute. No. He, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm First of all, I want I want I want people to know that he shot me a look <laughs> before before he was saying who the person he's thinking of. He shot me. A I look. did because <laughs> I'm like, like you would know. And to well, me, I don't know if I'm. Th- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but because I'm light skinned. Oh, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, Damn. That's great. Is that what it is? I mean, maybe subconsciously. Yeah. Are we, are we, I mean, if I say the name, will you corroborate? Yeah. Are we talking about Drake? No. Okay, okay. Right, Did right. you say Drake? Drake. Corroborate. Right, right, right. Listen, corroborate. So let's, oh, du- corroborate. let's double Listen. down on his light skin today. This is with the Drake. That's what he, I'm bugging about. He's oh, like, so I was it has thinking, to be another light skin. It has to be another. <laughs> well, Listen, I was thinking Drake, I too. I mean, technically, he's light skin, but he's not black. So I mean, but he's as black as I am. 
No, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about Drake. I'm talking about the person that I'm actually talking. Oh, about. got you, black. Okay, got you. He's not black. Are we talking about Jonathan? No, we're okay. talking about Daniel. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dan- Mr. Yo, I have Her- Hernandez. So Mr. So, Hernandez. Mr. Hernandez. Okay. Mr. Hernandez. <laughs> nah. Um, I have, oh, yeah. What do you have to say? About <laughs> <laughs> well, I just find it funny that oh. the uh, snitch culture is now in, in it's embraced. A it's a thing. But I'm I'm waiting to see how we treat Bobby Schmurder when he gets out. Are we going to shower him for? I feel like we should not shout him for not snitching I for like, sticking to like his guns should. and I feel like we should doing his time like a like a man. I feel like we should, and I feel like we're going to turn on him because Snitch he's culture. black. No, I oh. feel like because he is uh-huh. and he's black, black boy. He's a black boy. Like yeah. he's not I, Obama black. He's, I will I will go all the way down to the foundation of just his skin color. Yeah, and because Daniel is dressed like a clown and not black, he gets the the total pass. Pass. Mm. And, I, pass. And, and we celebrate we celebrate the clowning of our culture yeah, as opposed right. to the the pure gatekeeper and torchbearer of our culture um, like you know like you do and, and many others that won't get the shine that they're supposed to but let a motherfucker snitch on everybody a gang a real life gang a real life gang yes he gets the protection he gets he got I think he made two million dollars Ten. Off that ten, off, well, that, off what? Off that post about his new clothing line or some shit. Like he oh, made, for real, he made money super fast. Oh what, yeah. He's, what I'm hoping is, but that's what I'm saying. If there's a god in tax heaven, that they Al Capone the shit out of this boy, and he implicated other rappers. Yeah, or at least one. I'm just like my thing. What? What? And that's what I'm talking about. Like it's not worth your piece. Like it's not worth having to relocate. Every 48 hours because your address keeps getting leaked online. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth all the stuff that's now you got to go through. And it's not, and and I'm not talking about snitching ain't worth it. I'm talking about what led to him being in the position that he had to snitch or felt like he had to snitch. Right. Because what led to him being in the position that, and and, and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Like, my man came from the slums. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that hunger would do to you. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame him. I blame who the people that were around him or not around him for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I heard a really uh, intelligent young man say something once. Um, and he said, like, yo, when you plant a seed and some, you know, every year the harvest comes is normal and then one year it, it don't, you don't blame the seed. Mm-hmm. You blame everything around the seed blame the soil, you blame the weather, you blame whatever else. You're not looking at the actual seed. Mm. He a kid. He's a kid. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to his OGs to teach him different. So it's everybody that was around his fault, him fault. You know what I'm saying? So it, w- w- with a kid like that who's a back who's back against is against the wall who don't know no better, what you expect him to do? But when you teach him better and he still does the same dumb shit can we now blame the that kid that nigga was facing 30 years he is not fitting to go down for that shit like I I, I, I don't I'm not saying that is right or wrong right. what I'm saying is that look at who we're talking about look at the circumstance right. look at that look at the, the totality of the circumstance excuse me the totality of the circumstance and 
his OG should have seen that come. They should have never gave him access to that. Like they, they should have never put that much on right. him. You know what I'm saying? Because on somebody like him. At the same time, while I don't fully blame him, um, I I blame the fan base. Like yeah, the, the people who are like it's a reflection of us, though. It's it's like again, it's mm-hmm. not because it. You know, it's it's the standpoint of if this is what they want, this is what I'm gonna give them. If Thank this is what you. They want this is what I'm gonna give them. Thank and you. While his OGs would be like, man, that shit is not worth your price. And I fuck that shit. This is what I'm they want. Paid. This is what I'm gonna give them. That's what I'm give them. He gets co- he gets hella validation right from people who, you know, just a couple of months ago was making all the memes in the world about him. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like. He, it don't. It's like it don't matter where the lights come from, where the views come from, as long as it translates into dollars. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like if you can't trust nobody that's around you, if you can't slow down for a second to enjoy the money that you're making, you know, because you're afraid somebody's gonna catch up with you or whatever, then like, is it like really worth it? And that's what I'll be wondering, like, you know, when I'll be talking to like, you know kids you know like not kids but like just you know uh teen teenagers and stuff like that or people that are just you know look up to me or whatever and it's like you know yeah you you could you could go a certain route but is it worth you know like you've seen every gangster movie in the world like they usually end up one of two or three ways like it's very seldom that it's you know, they win it'd be on some Shawshank Redemption type shit right. you know so what I'm saying following that following that idea uh, we talk about narratives and consistency in narratives. You have remained true to true to who you are through <laughs> through varying degrees of hip hop because mm-hmm. uh, you started when you were when you were pretty young. Yeah. So you've seen that that late '90s era, that 2000 weird shit, mm-hmm. and up to now. Mm-hmm. What keeps you pushing aside from just being who you are? Because we understand what realness is, but what keeps you pushing forward with not not pushing forward. What keeps you from straying into I'm in the club with the bitches because you could do that. You have the producers and the skill set to to make that money and then switch back to a narrative or whatever you wanted to do. What mm-hmm. keeps you consistent and grounding and moving forward in the way that you've been making your music? So that's funny cuz you asked that so cuz we were actually talking about a song I did a long time ago. Um and I'll get to that in a minute. Um before the podcast started. Um, but the answer to that is honestly the people in this room, you know, like y'all keep me true to who I am because of y'all my friends, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I know, I don't keep people around me who are going to just go along with whatever the fuck I'm doing. I keep people around me who are going to be like, yo, that's not who you are. You want some fucking bullshit. You need to stop (laughs) with that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no matter how successful I get, no matter how, like, you know, my image changes as far as, like, or or develops, I ain't gonna say change, but just grows or whatever, like, I'm still, in my heart, the 15-year-old kid that was getting snuck in Liquid Lounge. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, especially when I'm in this type of room. Like, out out there, people look at me whatever type of way, you know what I'm saying, because of the things that I got going on currently and, and what and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like, I'm just Quill. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just Quill. <laughs> so so what Quill means for us, we got to talk yeah, about what it's Quill re- means It's actually us. reverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Quill means for us is that that 15-year-old kid. Is, right. is, yeah. I'll tell you my introduction to Quill. My introduction to Quill was um, I was talking to JC outside of Wind Up one night. <laughs> and what up, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Shout talking, out to the Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah. So we're on the poetry scene. We're, t- we're talking to, <clears throat> we're talking to, to JC. And I was telling JC about uh, my friend, and I was like, "Yo, my friend, I th- yo, this is the best rapper I've ever heard." Like, I, first of all, I rap. <laughs> I used to rap. I, I should say. Do y'all know the legend of Yellowstone? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slow down. Okay, we got it. Okay, but I used to, I used to rap. So uh, a friend of mine, uh, I I used to say like, "This is the best rapper I've ever heard in my life, for real." And so I used to, I, I was talking to JC outside of Windup about this other friend, and JC was like, "No, what you're saying sounds exactly like my man Quill," and I think he had just walked up, and he was like, "Yo, Quill," <laughs> <laughs> and Quill, you know, he comes up and he spits this freestyle. I'm like, "Yo, that's, that's man," and JC was like, "Yo, he's been coming around since he was 15. This kid is real. This kid is gonna represent Charlotte," uh, which of course uh, you're not a kid anymore, man, but. Um, I think I think what you've done to represent Charlotte um, in worldwide hip hop. When we mm. think of Charlotte right now, there's there's somebody that's that's big from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But I think all of us think of Quill and we think of Mason Parker when we think of what's big in hip hop in Charlotte and what's made that's, that's what's big. made the hip hop scene in Charlotte yeah. reputable. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's it's and that's again like. We were talking about, before the podcast, we were talking about perception and the importance of perception in the game and everything and the difference between people's perception of you and sometimes your perception of yourself and what it is that you are trying to portray because at some points those can be three different things. So it is very uh, edifying to hear stuff like that because I don't walk, like I remember the first time somebody sincerely said I was like a Charlotte legend and I was like, Dang, you know, that's what's up. I, I don't walk around thinking to myself, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking Charlotte legend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, I like blues. I'm sure you don't walk around Harris Teeter just thinking to yourself constantly, like, you know, I got three motherfucking Emmys, Grammys. He whatever. probably does. I do. <laughs> if you knew him the way I knew him. Randomly, <laughs> maybe. First of all, randomly, like, maybe. I'm finna take all these crab bags because <laughs> I, you understand I who I am. Blues, blues, blue. And I walk to the door, stand, turn around, look, be like, that's right. Nigga. That's right. And then niggas. turn around and walk the fuck out. Show enough. Do like, you put your locks in a, in the show enough fan? And and like walk around with the samurai <laughs> fan and the in the shoulder pads. I be wanting to tell Duke Power that shit all the time. You know who I am. <laughs> Show you know. turning off my lights. <laughs> they be like, we don't we don't care. You don't care. We, we power care. off, nigga. All right, okay. let's uh, let's let's circle back real quick, Quill. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Mason. I I can't help but call you Quill. Is that is that because I know you as Quill? I mean, I I'll call you Mason. We're professional. Yeah. We're being professional right now. It's like I, I feel weird telling you to call me Mason. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to minimize confusion, we yeah. probably should stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. His mama called him Mason. I'm going to call him Mason. Mason. <laughs> um, damn it. So when did, uh, when did poetry, since we are a poetry podcast, um, when did poetry become a part of your life? When I realized that people my age didn't want to hear me rap about the shit that I was rapping about. <laughs> Why are you rapping about real shit? And people older than me didn't want to hear rap. 
mm. in Charlotte mm-hmm. because there was no stage in Charlotte at the time, if you remember. Right. You know, there wasn't really a like I didn't have the trade winds Grand Central flow, which is the only place that a kid my age could go rap at the time was the skating rink. Uh, for those of you who are not from Charlotte. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know, basically I was just a kid. I, like I went to a private Christian high school. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like a kid with a His passion. name's Quill. He went to a private school. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'll be, wa- be waiting for somebody to use that on air. I got so many bars ready for that. I swear to God. <laughs> I got so many bars ready for that. I wish a nigga would. <laughs> I'm the fuck. No, yo, my class is the reason that that school got metal detectors and cameras. Mm. Fuck y'all. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Where was I? Because you, you tri- that was a trigger like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. I, I went straight Vietnam veteran on you just now. Anyway, what was we talking you, about? You were, you were, uh, you, you had to find a platform because rapping. Yes. Okay. So yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't really a place for me to be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, I had to, I had to fi- figure out where I could fit in, and uh, that's how actually JC ended up picking me up because I was at Smith. Spitting that 20s group at the Black Ink Monks. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to 2020. And uh, that's where JC found me. So, yeah, there wasn't a lot of a lot of shit to do um, in, in Charlotte at the time. Tony Porridge. Tony Porridge. Tony Porridge. Who is, who I was around when he got that name. Right now. I was around when he got that <laughs> name. I know where that name came from. Have you heard this? Has BC been dropping on Facebook, though? Yeah, he's been killing it. Yeah, he's been, yeah. he been killing it. So... You've had a a long, illustrious career. Illustrious. Like, <laughs> sometimes I like using big words. I mean, he said edify. Right. True. He opened the door. I yeah. did. Right. Right. I did. So. SAT words. Um, I guess it was probably about four or five years ago you moved to L.A., right? No, it was like three years ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. My timeline's off. It's all but, good. Lots happened since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus, man. man, got me fucked up. Got everybody fucked what, up. What? Mm-hmm. What was that transition like for you as an artist? Like, at okay, as an outsider looking in, it looked like it felt like you plateaued here, mm-hmm. and you were looking for something else, and then you moved out to LA. So, what was that transition like? That's exactly what happened. Oh. Um, I felt like I had plateaued here, and by plateau, I mean. Not like, yeah, I felt like there wasn't, there's not a lot of avenues for you to make money in that, in this industry. Like my resume is dope. And if Charlotte was LA, I'd have work. Right. Yeah. But because LA is LA (laughs) and Charlotte is Charlotte and most of my, my resume happened in Charlotte. Charlotte. It don't mean shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because Charlotte is not a hub. It's not a market like uh, for that. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it it really uh going out okay, so full full transparency. When I went out there I was I had a deal on the table back in Charlotte, or whatever Charlotte based label. And I had some things lined up and um going to LA was supposed to enhance those things and kind of put them on a fast track because I would be, you know, I just felt like there wasn't much for me to do much left for me to do here. Um it wasn't a planned out thing. Like mm-hmm. I actually went to go visit and my six day visit turned into a month 
And in that month, I had shot like a couple videos. I recorded a couple songs. I auditioned and landed a short. I auditioned, landed, and shot a short film in the time that I was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, made me a little bit of money. And then I got a job. Like, so I I talked to the guy. I was like, yo, if I leave, if by the time I leave here, I'm going to start applying. I'm going to see what happens. Right. By the time I leave here, you provide a stream of income for me, I move. And literally, I got a job offer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before I left, and so everything was like lined up. You know, I was like, "All right, cool." You know, this is where I'm being led to, so this is where I'm gonna go. As soon as I got there, everything fell apart. Oh shit! <laughs> like, I, I mean, the deal was off the table. I had a whole bunch of music I had no paperwork on, so I couldn't do shit with it. Even if I had paperwork on it, I ain't got no marketing budget. I'm, I'm out here like dolo. I'm three thousand miles away from my children. For no reason now, because I ain't got no deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm finding myself in meetings that I'm not prepared for. Like, it, it's just, it's it's a mess. So, I sink into a very deep depression to the point where I'm suicidal. I'm, like, walking on the 101, contemplating throwing myself into traffic. Like, it's it's, it's bad. Um, And someone had to come, like, get me. Uh, And, you know, I bounced back from that, you know, and I was cleaning uh, my bathroom in my apartment one day, and I sat on my toilet after I was done cleaning the tub because it's, like, really therapeutic for me to do that. Shout out to my grandmother. <laughs> um, and I sat, on, I sat down, and I just said to myself, like, out loud, I was like, I don't want to feel like this no more. You know, and I could get really deep with all the things that I released that day. But a lot of times we carry a lot of shit that's not even ours. Mm, right. right, true. And I just made the decision to release a lot of stuff. Yeah. And just decide, like, I don't want to be in that place anymore. So whatever I got to do, whether it's going to therapy, whether it's, you know, whatever I have to do to find my peace, that's what I'm going to do. So at that point, things started to kind of, like, come together. And my man, Young Citizen, sent me this beat. And then the beat sparked an idea that had kind of been dormant since 2012 where I had this idea to do a comic book. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how I was going to do this comic book because comic books are expensive. Because not only did I want to do a comic book, I wanted to do a score along with the comic book that would help tell the story. And I was scrolling down social media. I'm in L.A., you know what I'm saying? All these artists, everybody doing their thing. And I'm like, yo, how do everybody, like, how do you stick out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it just, and he sent me the beat and it was like, I'm going to do the one thing that only I could do, you know? And I'm going to amalgamate all the things that make me, up, all of the things that I love to do. I'm a blurred, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a rapper, I'm a writer, I'm an actor, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff. So I'm going to put all that stuff together in this project um, and, and call it the Paperback Hero Saga. And so I, I started telling people about the idea. I had no idea how I was going to do this because I had no money. I started telling people about the idea, and, you know, one of my really good friends, one of my best friends, um, actually was like, yo, I'll help you get the comic book started. I'll help you get it done, you know. So she decided that uh, she would help me finance the first book, you know, just to kind of get that out together you know together and you know i already it was music that it was comprised of music that i already had so i just had to get it mixed a certain way and mm-hmm. 
My man Blues lent his voice talents, and Malcolm Jamal Warner lent his voice talents. My man Calvin Hill lent his voice talents to play uh, the characters in the book. And then I, you know, I had this product, but I came back to I, I I came back to Charlotte because once I had the product, you know, I didn't want to be away from my children. I had decided that to prioritize my peace. Yeah. And I, so I came back to Charlotte because I wanted to be close to my kids. I wanted to settle down. I wanted to put down roots. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to do all that stuff. So I came back, and even though I had accomplished settling down and, you know, trying to really, really embrace, like, life and living life, because I realized, like, yo, I haven't been able to do half the things that I want to do for my kids because I'm so busy trying to make things happen in the name of wanting to do things for my kids. kids yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm sitting on a plane, you know, going from LA to Charlotte, like I did like every other month, you know, and I'm like, Oh, I'm missing out on my legacy, trying to create my legacy. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. And my legacy is right in front of me. My kids was, you know, my especially my son, he was doing he wasn't doing well in school. All that. As soon as I came back, A B honorable ever since. You know what I'm saying? So they needed me to come back. I needed to come back. But so I accomplished that. But when I came back, now it's like I got this project that like I mean when I left, y'all remember, like it was a deal. Like Creative Loafing did a whole thing and yep. all this other stuff. Yep. So for me to come back not like riding on a chariot or some shit, it was I felt like a failure. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I, you know, I, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, yo, I'm getting, and, and then I realized that, yo, I don't want the same thing. Like, cause the, around that time the baby had like blown up mm -hmm. and seeing his success made me realize that I didn't want that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only have I not like, my story didn't play out the way I thought it was going to play out, mm -hmm. but I don't even want what I thought I wanted anymore. You know what I'm saying? So now what do I want? So now I'm like, all right, I'm going to take time to figure that out. I'm going to take time to figure out what other things in life I want to do besides rap because I pretty much got 16 bars down pat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think I'm good in that area. What else do I want to be good at? What else makes me up as a person? You know right. what I'm saying? What, what do I like besides music and art and all the things that I already know that I like, right. you know what I'm saying? And so what I, in, in exploring all those things, I kept coming back to this shit. Right. And I was watching daredevil season three and he says something so profound to me, because if you remember, if you're blurred, like I am, you remember season two, the whole building came down on him and right. season three comes up. He's contemplating whether or not he, he even wants to be daredevil anymore and all this other stuff. And he's in the, in the, uh, what is it? The mortuary or whatever with the nuns and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And he's talking to the sister and she, he says to her, if you could think of something else to do, then it was never meant to do for you in the first place. Hmm. If you could come up with some other shit, on that. hit the air horn on that. Right, there you go. So if, if you could think of some other shit, man, then you probably wasn't meant to do the shit you was trying to do in the first place, bro. 
So the fact I took that as a sign of like, yo, the fact that I can't come up with anything else to do means I'm supposed to be doing this shit. So just figure, just stick with it. You know what I'm saying? And just embrace the moment that you're in, but just keep creating, keep, you know, just keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so next, so I kept, I was like, yo, I got a multi-million dollar idea. I got a marketing wet dream right here. You know what I'm saying? I know this for a fact. I just need to package it differently. I need to I need to figure out how to roll it out. Remember, I was saying artists, their biggest issue be rollout. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we just so creative, we just want to throw everything out there. But I just had to figure out how to package it. So I started like pushing it around, trying to figure out who would help me shop it. Enter my manager, Jamika Witten. So she takes it to my CEO. He was like, who sees all the potential and all that other stuff. He's on the phone with me and we're talking about a comic book and literally just counting out all the streams of revenue. Like literally, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's one, that's two. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I didn't have a huge social media following. I didn't have some super club buzz or nothing like that at the time. I just had an, a, a great idea. Right. And it got to the right person, you know what I'm saying, who who also believed in it. And it did at a it, it it did that at a time. It took a life of its own at a time where I just let it go and said, All right, just put me where I'm supposed to be, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's not about what I want, it's about what you want for me, because whatever that is gotta be doper than whatever I'm imagining because you made me and your imagination is way better than mine. Right. So wherever you put me, I'm gonna be happier than I ever thought I could be. And so once I submitted to that, all of a sudden I go from trying to figure out where I'm going to record deal. First first record deal, you know what I'm saying? And now we're here. Let's look okay, all right, all right. Let's get let's get into this. I want to say first of all, uh, that it's interesting to hear you talk about when you were in LA because when you came back, mm-hmm. when you're saying you felt like a failure, yeah. When you came back, yeah, we were like, yes, Quill is back in Charlotte, Mason is back in Charlotte. Like yeah. we, we were, we were so grateful and so overjoyed that you were back. That's what's up, uh, Common Marketplace. Yeah, you gave yeah, the concert. you came back. Yeah, yeah, and we got yeah, we got the, uh, the signed the signed um the the poster and the stuff. poster yeah. of the of the co- the comic yeah, book. Yeah. Like, yo, it's so good to have Mason back in Charlotte. Thank you, bro. That's how we all felt. When I tell you that <laughs> stuff like that, be, okay. So here's the thing. I stayed in my like y'all know me like y'all know I'm not out there like that. I don't go like. Outside of probably the wind up back in like what's the last time you saw me outside of thirty six and Davidson? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so it's it's one I don't really club, I don't really go a whole lot of places like that, even if it's not a club, just events in general. I'm just a, I'm very much a homebody. So and I, and I was like that when I was on the scene, like hard body on the scene. Like you didn't see me unless I was performing. You know what I'm saying? I just it just so happened I was performing all the time. But now, like when I, you know, when I now meaning when I came back from LA, I stepped back from the scene. I'm not performing. I'm not doing any of those things. So, like, I'm really, really at the crib at that point. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not feeling that. You know what I mean? Until yeah. I go out in the world and then people see me and they're like, yo, you back? <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, yeah, bro, you back? Or when I have the show and it's raining. 
and like Jay and like 20 other people show up, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it wasn't even something that I promoted, like hard body. I had no budget behind it and nothing like that. Just people that show love came through. And those are the boosts that keep you going. And that's like, keep pulling you back, even yeah. though it's like you're questioning things. You know? Yeah. So, so in Charlotte, there are artists, right. That are making, that are trying to do their thing. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are fitting into what is popular in terms of sound. Right. Um, and I'm at this show at Common Marketplace and Quill is killing it. And I'm just, I'm sitting here on the wall. I'm just chilling on the wall and I'm watching everybody <laughs> else and I'm watching Mason and I'm like, yo, Mason is not only, first of all, it's no question that he's a better, I, uh, I'm sorry if you were there, I'm sorry. If you're a rapper at the show, I'm, I apologize. But it's, sorry. No, it's no question that Mason is a better rapper. Where is this again? The Common Marketplace. Oh yeah. There's no yeah. question that Mason's a better rapper. I, that, and I'm and I apologize, but there's no question. But in terms of performance, in terms of show, in terms of presentation, like it's all there. And to me, I'm sitting there like, this nigga's back in Charlotte. <laughs> like I'm I'm super happy. And you have the paperback paperback hero. And then I want to get into because maybe we've taken too long to get into this. I'm sorry. I want to get into Quantum Leap. Okay. I I, I want to get into your thought process behind Quantum Leap. Um. Super dope project. First of all, we should sure. attach all the all the uh, oh yeah 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 I definitely all the social media things there. to Quantum mm-hmm. Leap, uh, so Please you can do. check it out. Intro is dope. Outro is dope. G Yamazama Bull City shout out is hey, on the track as well. Carolina uh, and and what's the dude's name? Uh, shoot, he had such a he had such a great name, and now I can't remember it. Mantra. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Mantra. H N T R A. Yes. M O H. Like great great tracks. Um, like talk about the project. Talk about what inspired the project. What you're proud of about the project. So what's funny is that you didn't know it, but I was already talking about the project because all the things that I talked about in L.A. and all the things like me coming back, that is the... Okay, so a quantum leap by definition is a a sudden and significant like forward advancement or like whether it be a know-how or like actual positioning, right? So if what I just... The story that I just told you, if that's not a quantum leap, Right. <laughs> from what I just told you to where we're at now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is. So that in itself was me talking about the project. That's everything that went into all that shit. The suicide, suicidal shit, the I don't want to rap no more shit, the what am I going to do next shit, the I'm back shit, the you know what I'm saying? like The obligational sex track. Oh yeah, yeah, though. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The obligatory <laughs> dropped them motherfucking draws and like some incense, Netflix and chill. I'm getting one of y'all niggas some pussy. I promise you that shit. Shoot it. Matter of fact, we shooting a shooter video tomorrow. Big shout out oh, to word. my girl uh, Amber Harrison, man, and my uh, squad A One Day One Productions, man. Nice. They hold me down. Make sure you uh, check out the Quantum Leap video uh, to the title track uh, that just dropped. And um, it's it's pretty dope, man. We did a good job on that shit, if I do say so myself. So this next one will be no different. Um, and the Rings video was out, too. Make sure you check that out. Yeah, that's a dope video. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah, a day in the life, video. you know. GameStop, comic book store, studio. <laughs> the difference between drinking a lot and drinking a little is obligational and obligatory. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. I wasn't going to say. Well, was I going to let you ride with it. Who was going to let you ride? It's, but, you know, it's, it's, it, it, is, it is what it is. So. Uh, on top of the Quantum Leap project, man, you've been pushing out these motivational Mondays. Um, minute clinic. That's 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 work. Yes, bro. the month. Yo, the minute clinic Monday. The minute clinic, yo, them joints be them joints be hitting. Like, I oh, appreciate it. So we about to start season two soon in a little bit. And I, I love them bar for bar. They're great. Thank you. I'm all about. Whew, 
who's helping you shoot? I feel like you're out there by yourself. And I'd be like, yo, cool is on so- both sides of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, yeah. Out here working. I'm superhuman out this month. <laughs> nah, man. Shout out to my DJ, Ron Styles, man. He hold me down, yo. Like, ah, um, shout out, Ron Styles. Yeah, man. Shout Big shout out to Ron Styles, man. Like, that's my that's my partner, bro. You know what I'm saying? We 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 got some really dope shit uh planned when this uh COVID stuff allows things to go back to whatever the new normal is gonna be. Right. You know. Whoa. First of all, oh so for folks who can't see, they just offered me some it's of this whiskey. Whiskey and I'm drinking beer. beer. And it's gonna sound crazy when I say it, but I don't believe in mixing the races. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> you know, That's a lie. This is, dude made a Boilermaker the I last did. time we were here. I did. I did. He I made a Boilermaker. I can't remember if it's, if it's um, whiskey and beef. Not, not whiskey. And, what is it? Brown and clear. What? what is it? What is it? Oh, you're trying to do the saying. What is uh, your free, liquor, free game before you got beer, Liquor before beer. <laughs> you're, you're in the clear. No, beer, beer before liquor. But I can't remember if it's yeah, after like or that. before. I will say you motherfuckers the, have been drinking the, too much. I was gonna say because the meter of liquor before beer, urine and clear, that sounds a lot more natural. That sounds it like does. it's what it is. Right. I don't know though. Uh, you uh, don't know. I don't know. You if could it's be after fucking or them up. Right. I'd be messing up. I'd be messing up. I don't know. All um, I, what I do know is <laughs> blues made a motherfucking boilermaker the last time we recorded. So let me tell you something. I don't even know what a boilermaker is. He poured. Whiskey mm-hmm. in his beer can mm. the last time. So forgive me. So with? fucking forgive me for trying to make less dishes for you all. <laughs> That's what that was. That's what that I was. Just saving water. That's what that was. That's huh? what I was doing. And all you gotta do is recycle the fucking bottle. See there. So okay, my bad. I'll my make bad. a boiler maker right now. All right. <laughs> shit. Go do that shit. Oh man, <laughs> I, I want to see one. Well, and then, then part two, real quick. Boy, Not only are you drinking Old Forester, but here is a bottle of Rebel Yell. Rebel yeah. Yell. This Lord shit sounds, sounds racist. Like, I'm I'm having, it sounds like we should not be drinking. I feel like I'm drinking people, with like. We should not be drinking Rebel Yell. Yeah. I'm feeling I feel like real, real. Uh, is that what this is? Is that what life is right now? I feel, like, I feel like a guy named Randy drinks this shit and then goes shoots up a liquor still. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired of his fucking moonshine and boom, he shoots boom, it up boom, boom, with his boom, Bluetooth hound. He takes his truck with no truck bed on the back and. We're going to fuck some shit up. So, Quill, man, uh, you've been a rapper for a long time, man. You got any rap beefs? He's been waiting to ask you this question. Do I have rap beefs or do people have rap beef with me? Oh. There's one nigga have rap beef with me. We're going there. All right. Yeah, one dude have rap beef with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear about that. I remember that. I was so hoping you'd light his ass up. I did light his ass up. You don't remember that? But you took it easy. I was like... No, I didn't. Cool, I know. Did you. you hear him? Did he shoot back? No, he did okay not. then. <laughs> but did you? So what you mean? He he you, threw one at me. I threw two back. Oh, he you went did, back to back. But I one feel him. like yeah. I feel like you should have done a whole EP on his ass. <laughs> nah, he ain't worth that much energy, bro. Like nah, it just make money off this. It was it wasn't it wasn't worth all that, man. So for the people, real quick, give him give him the rundown on that on just, that whole beat. Yeah. I, yo, you know what's funny? All right, so. I don't know why he decided that I was that nigga to fuck with. Um, I really don't. But the the rationale like behind like what he was, you know, putting out publicly was dumb to me. 
Um, he kept saying that, you know, my rap sounded more like poetry and that I couldn't decide if I was like backpack or trap. And he just, just sounded like he just needed something to do. So I just gave him something to do. He wanted attention. He wanted attention. So I mm. gave it to him. I gave him some attention. <laughs> I like, you know, like, this, this my was, sir, you're a supreme lyricist. But here's, no, but here's, what? here's what why. What a travesty. Here's why I took time out of my day to do that. Because it wasn't the first time that he had came at me. The first time that he had came at me, I blew that shit off. Right. Then he, not only did he come at me a second time on social media. (laughs) I can't even believe I just said that shit. (laughs) He came at me a second time on social media. Right. But then he follows up with a track on my beat. Mm, yep, Yep. And gets the fucking producer of the song. To like co-sign his little bullshit weak ass diss track, which oh, was man. horrible. Mm-hmm. The producer of the original song. Yeah. Word. So I'm like, first of all, sure, I feel like bad. making producers mad is the equivalent to fucking with people that make your food. Right. Mm. Right. So I had no beef with him. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problems with you, son. You know what I'm saying? But what I like, you should, you know, you you come at me. I'm what I'm not confrontational, but I'm very, very like the my my pet peeve is when you like threaten me and you think that because I'm not confrontational, I'm a bitch. I just don't want confrontation because I don't know. I don't. Ha- I'm not controlled like that. I'm too emotional. Like I'm the type of nigga that I end up in prison off of some like crime of passion type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like no, that, that, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, yeah, a control nigga. You, like I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't just snap your arm or some shit like that or like break your nose and then be like, oh, get up off of me. Like I know I'm gonna try to kill you. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. that's that's it. And so like I'm the same way with everything. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Libra, so I'm extreme. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. When he got it, I emptied a fucking clip in his face. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever fuck with me like that. <laughs> Don't ever fuck with me like that, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's actually putting me in back in my bag just thinking about the audacity of this bitch. Good. Like, real talk, the shit pissed me off because I'm minding my fucking business, mm-hmm. doing my thing, and you come out of your way to get on my fucking beat. The audacity, the unmitigated gall of this hoe. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Call them all. I don't understand. Quill? I don't understand yeah. what motivated you to get in your bag like that. But he he threw one at me. I threw two back, and I made videos out of both of them. He never came back at me. Matter of fact, I got the inbox where he came back and apologized to me for even coming at me in the first place. Like, yo, I don't even know what got into me, dog. Oh, shit. But because I'm not a hoe-ass nigga, I never put the nigga on blast because it was dead. It was dead. But what you need to do, Quaz, is you need to... Is you need to apologize to me publicly the same way you came at me publicly because that's some hoe ass shit. I was hoping he. This is what I want to know. <laughs> if you are an AA, I don't know if you're gonna you'll 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 appreciate this. If you are an AABB nigga, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to respond to an AB. A B C A B A B C as nigga. Do you know what is, I'm saying? This is why you we have J Ward on the show. <laughs> he'll say some poetry nerd some shit. Poetry. Yeah, we're like, we're not qualified to say. 
Me and me and Mo are just like, yeah, yeah that nerd just, shit, nigga. Yeah. We just ride with it. Yeah, we just ride. We're we're talking about rhyme we don't scheme. even know if it's right. We're talking we're about rhyme scheme. scheme. And I'm telling you right now, too, bro. Like, I know y'all finna air this shit. Don't come back. Like, yo, I swear to God, if you drop another motherfucking track, like... <laughs> We gonna have to arm wrestle or something, bro, because <laughs> this is wrestle. ridiculous. This is why no, I like, like this is why I like drinking on the show, like, bro. Nah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing this back and forth with you, bro. We did this shit one time, bro, and it's the first time I spoke on it since it happened. And you know this shit was some dumb shit, so just wear that shit, bro. Word. <laughs> Tell him why you mad. Son. <laughs> Y'all gave me my crown, well, man. I'm about to say, it's the crown. It's the crown. It's the crown, it's the crown <laughs> baby. And it's not. It's not the crown. But it's the crown. the crown, right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Because I ain't lit like shit. that. It's just like, yo, you know what? Come to think of it, it's another yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, research Quantum Leap. Look up Quantum Leap on yeah. every platform and it look is. up Paperback Heroes. So, yo, you know what's funny? The, the, I actually, one last thing. I actually make reference to the shit that we talking about on the very first track called Rings. One nigga tried me, I had to ignite him. Mm. Popping off thinking it's sweet. Fucking my question and think nothing of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So make sure you go check that out if you want more, you know, bars. So real quick, um, uh, he was like, uh, you you don't know if you're going to be a trap nigga or a backpack nigga. You don't know if you're going to rap or do poetry. Right. Which, have, which has been more cathartic and therapeutic for you, poetry or actual riding the beat? With your words. So, like, mm-hmm. my thing is, when he said that, my whole thing was like, yo, you, you can't be a student of the game if you're coming at me like that, like, rapping an acronym for rhythm and poetry. Right. First of all, that's the first thing. But then, as far as transitioning from poetry to, to rap, the thing I love about poetry is that I, I it's, it's my world. Like, there's nothing, there's no rules that I have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some E.E. coming shit, like, I could do what the fuck I want to do. And all you have is this open space in my voice, and I'm like a god in that universe at that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love this, the imagery of a room, of a poetry room, a spoken word room, because the mic's at the center like the sun. The artist is at the mic, and the, and the, roar, uh, the room is revolving around that mic. You know what I'm saying? So whoever yeah, that's deep as fuck. <laughs> so just so you know. So who so whoever so whoever is at that mic is is that that god their god in that universe, you know, right. the universe that they're creating while they're at that that mic. Um so when you write poetry, you get to be way more flowery, way more like descriptive. You get to you don't have to worry about fitting the syllables on the snare. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to work within that framework. Now, what I've learned to appreciate is the beauty and that freedom and also the beauty and and having to operate in those rules and understanding those rules so well that you're able to break them because that's what true mastery is. Mm-hmm. And that's like what we hear when we hear like people like Eminem who just do what the fuck they want to do on a beat because they understand how to work within that framework. Black you know thought. what I'm saying? It's craft black, talk. Black, black thought. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with poetry, it's just yeah. like, well, I don't believe in punctuation on this line, and so there will be none. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and you, who are you to tell me different? Because that's right. you know what I'm right. saying. Because right. it's my poem, and I tell people all the time. I was like, "There's no such thing as bad poetry. There's bad spoken word. <laughs> There's horrible spoken yeah. word." I mean, what do you mean? Mason? <laughs> I mean, about bad spoken word. Someone is in my eyes. Oh. 
Listen, man. Shake. Like that shit. <laughs> somewhere, someone somewhere loves that shit. Though. Someone somewhere is hit loves right now. Kenny G. <laughs> shit, you right? You know, I'm just saying. Fired. Two motherfucking Shay. I'm just saying. There's a lane for everybody. Oh, there's a lane for everybody. And clearly, that person hasn't heard Miles Davis yet. Uh-huh. Hmm. Are we on time? We get, are we are we to the freestyles yet? Oh God. Um, before we get to the freestyles, I haven't. Real quick. Yes. All right. So if you could translate all of this into a message for everybody, regardless of medium, mm. regardless mm-hmm. of art, mm-hmm. we talk about the grind. We talk about what it takes to succeed. What are Mason Parker's bullet points for success? Mm-hmm. Go stream Quantum Leap a thousand times. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Take two of these. Call me. And no, I was playing. Um, <laughs> Bullet points for success. Um, keep your peace as a priority. Mm. Keep God at the center of your peace. Mm. And stay teachable. Mm. That's heavy. Can we get air horns on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop a bomb on that bitch. I think you just hit the pad one time and hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, blues. You're over do there. You wanna be, the do you want to be smashing the shit? You want to? Do you want to be in this chair? You want to switch places? Sorry, just, I'm watching you. Uh, you ever watch a kid try to get through, <laughs> get through, uh, working the mouse on a computer, and they're just clicking the Bruh. shit out of it, and you gotta walk over there. Hey, just click it once and wait. goddammit. it! I it was, think, it was. This is my first time. Okay. I noticed uh, you were you were hella excited. I think hella what people excited. don't understand is that we are drinking throughout the show, throughout <laughs> the show, before the show. Like uh, I think we got well, warmed up before the show and, and got things and I'm going. Definitely, so. I got. I, Man, I gotta go this twist one about that. I'm not used to just drinking. I have to, you know. I, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck everybody take their headphones off and I'm sitting up here like a mess? Because we're sweating. Because you're a professional. You're a professional. That's what that is. I, I, I watched you take yours off because you said you were going first. Then you took yours off. And well, I gotta put mine on now. Then more was just like, I did take mine off too. And yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know how they ended up on the yeah, table. Because he was that like part. this, like right here. And then I don't know how they ended up right here. I never saw that. I never saw that. How did you do that? Your shit just ended it up. It was literally the like they went through your neck. Like you never had to take them from around your neck. I never saw this and motion. Now I'm like, I refuse to take mine off. I'm just going to push Because you're a professional, through. man. I keep nah, telling you that. My ears are hot as fuck too. So just. Yeah. Uh, it's the boilermaker I made. This shit is warming up. So, Quill, man, <laughs> aside from Quantum Leap, what else do you want to do that you don't think you have done yet? Um, and, oh, in Find regards to how do you want to impact Charlotte with with your creative with your creative buzz? Um. With, oh, with my creative buzz, uh, or whatever. Well, see, here's the thing. I really want to, like, I really, really am proud of what the baby is, has has accomplished because right. I know so many people in his camp personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like, we used to work at Concord Mills together, that type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very proud of that. What I want is hip-hop has always been about equal representation. For every Flavor Flav, you need a Chuck D. And right. by that mean, by that I mean for every, like, pure showman you need like that substance because like COVID-19 happened and shit got real and now people ain't partying so people need something to sink their teeth into to 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 feed their spirit to to be the mood music that that kind of like gets you through the real shit you know what I'm saying and then you also need that escapism so that you can kind of like detach 
You know, so you need both things. Mm-hmm. What what Charlotte, in my opinion, doesn't have is a J. Cole-level superstar. And granted, we have Luke. Don't get me wrong. We have Luke. Luke's dope. Um, Luke signed to J. Cole. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but we don't have a J. Cole version of the baby in that they're standing on their own, mm-hmm. too. Right. And that, you know, like that independent success, you know what I'm saying? And that's not no shot. That's just like what it is. Um, And I want to be Charlotte's Lupe, Charlotte's Talib, Charlotte's mm, Common, Charlotte's mm. whatever, whatever black, black thought, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that notable MC that had that star power, but never really deviated from what made him. Uh, underground legend you know what I'm saying and I realized that that will only afford me a certain amount of mainstream success but I also realized that because of my skill set it'll allow me to pivot into other areas exactly you know what I'm saying so like the difference between like I can't go and perform at Cameo you know what I'm saying that's the baby's lane but conversely like you know he can't do Charlotte's Children Theater. He can't, he can't do Charlotte's <laughs> Children Theater. Even as I have anymore? for quite a while. So, you know, I, oh, I did for quite a while. So, you know, it's just understanding what you bring to the table and understanding your lane. And uh, I think that that's my lane. And I think I've carved it out because, I mean, blues, you can co sign this all day. But before me and maybe a small handful of people that you could count on one, one hand, Let's just keep it real. The powers, the white folk and the powers that be in Charlotte was not fucking with hip hop like that. Mm-mm. I am one of the predecessors, one of the people that helped bridge those gaps that weren't being bridged before. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I and I and I and to be honest with you, I don't really say much about that because, you know. I'm not that type of dude, you know what I'm saying, that I just go around, like, look at me and what I've done or whatever. Right. But at this point, I kind of want my fucking respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I definitely broke down a lot of barriers here, bro. And um, I made it possible for a lot of other people to get calls. You know what I'm saying? And um, and get checks. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I definitely think that, that's the person, that's the artist that I want to be to the city is the one who opened that door. Like, I made hip-hop accessible here. Word. Or helped make it accessible. Word. Word. And I think that's true. Yeah. Thank you. I would agree with that as well. Um, So I think we only have two questions left. I don't know, nigga. I can't see your list. <laughs> 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 I love fucking with a half sober football. This shit is great. Fuck you, Blues. All right. Um, so Mason, other than is there anything else you like to promote other than Quantum Leap, which everybody should go stream because that shit is super fucking dope. Stream Thank Quantum you. Leap. Thank you. It's Thank super you. fucking dope. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. Um no. um i I do uh actually i do have a single coming out called 15 billion um with my man with my man king i'm I'm featuring on that song so big shout out to him uh and his new project um and uh yeah i think that we're, we're actually trying to plan that video now so uh go to my page follow me on everything social media i am mason parker i am masonparker.com 
um, as you know, we developed that that rollout. Ding ding ding! There goes that word again. <laughs> um, as we develop that rollout, we'll definitely be putting things up on that page so you can uh, get more info info on where to get that video at. Um, like I said, we are shooting the video to Shooter, uh, which is one of the singles off of Quantum Leap tomorrow. Uh, again, big shout out to my girl Amber Harrison. Um, super sexy, super talented. So make sure y'all check her out. Um, and uh, yeah, that come that's probably gonna drop at the end of June. So, you know, oh, yes. I'm glad you made me think critically. See? I have merch. Buy my shit. Um, (laughs) I need you to buy everything in the store twice. That's what I need you to do. Uh, I got book bags. Uh, My man, Wally Vinyl, um, Wally McNair. They're the same person. Um, Yeah, shout out to him. He did my cover art. We turned the dope-ass cover art for Quantum Leap into a dope-ass book bag and a lot of other dope merch. Nice. Uh, So... Make sure you go to the site, imasonparker.com, visit the store, buy the merch. Uh, it definitely helps out because we can't tour right now. Um, so, yeah, man, I, if, you, if you're if fucking with me, if you like me, if you're rocking with me, give me your money. <laughs> Are y'all still doing the Xbox giveaway? Is that- How dare you? First of all, uh, <laughs> How Xbox, dare you? Blasphemous, Ooh, was it PlayStation, PlayStation 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 5, PS5, yeah. PS5. Boom. you out of the I'm loop so ass motherfuckers. No, I'm just <laughs> you see the gray in the beards, right? You hey, see that, hey, right? Look, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always been like maybe three or four steps behind y'all, so I'm going to talk shit the whole way down. <laughs> um, I like it. I'm coming, but I'm not there oh, yet. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Oh, but nah, so we're giving away a PS5 once I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So nice. go subscribe. Go subscribe. I am giving away a PS5. It drops um, this holiday season just in time for Christmas. So I'm going to make Christmas. I'm going to make one of y'all the shit parent. Uh, <laughs> so for those of y'all co-parents, like if it's a competition, you know what I'm saying? I need you to go ahead and subscribe so you can win this year. You know what I'm saying? Mom is like... Three and oh, you know what I'm saying? I need Shout you to out to the <laughs> terrible dad right now. Because you know what he's thinking. Shit. Shit. Yo. That nigga's still getting some sleep. How many different? I'm right. <laughs> I'm keeping this. <laughs> I'm keeping this joint. He getting some same stickers that he's going right. to get. When he, he comes visit the P- me, he can right. play. He's going to get the PS4. Dad's going to keep the PS5. I get it. You're going to get at least take it to GameStop and get it blown out and clean. You know before what I'm saying? You give it to I'm wipe it off real you good. Know, wipe it off real good. You know what I mean? Oh, so um, yeah, make sure you subscribe, hit us, hit up that merch, man. Uh, it's especially a good time to, to really kind of start handing out good shit, you know, um, especially when you talk about merch, it's, it's exclusive. Not everybody has it and everybody should have it, but you want to be that first. You want know to saying? like, I've been had that Mason Parker book bag, t-shirt, quantum leap joint. So right. do all those things. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So. Um, when you were talking about the dad shit, I forgot that I wanted to get into fatherhood since yes. we're all fathers. Yes. But we might have to do that another time. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, so my last question yes. is are you ready to freestyle? Yeah. 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 All right. I'm I'm very interested in this beat. I've been so like quantum I'm in a, I've been in a quantum leap hole for like mm-hmm. the last month or two. So I like I've literally been listening to nothing but that project. <laughs> All so, right. this is gonna be the first new music that I've heard in a while. Does yeah. anybody mind if we go live? Nah. 
Oh I don't boy. care. You know, I just I'm a little modest. Nobody you know? except blues. <laughs> a little, a little camera shot. Um, so we're sticking with the same rotation: blues, J Ward, guest, Mason. Sure. And then I finish. I definitely don't want to go after Mason. I don't want to go after. Uh, First of all, like, how you know I ain't gonna fuck up? Because I know. <laughs> <laughs> because no, no, I feel like I've studied the resume a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I understand your or, background. Uh, sir. You don't know. I might drink this shit and read it off of my phone. You don't know. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's all good. So, um, yeah, I think we're ready to do this. Let's do this. Do this. <laughs> I'm on cancel fuck it because the live don't work freestyle and they can't hear the beat they'll be like these motherfuckers just talk <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers just talk rhythmically they just talk rhythmically oh man oh man they doing a poetry <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. oh, wow. I ain't yeah. never heard blues do poetry like that, that damn you don't rhyme that much <laughs> be more like pros you know <laughs> snapping on the ones and twos I get it I get, I get it. it I get it alright what we got? Jamal, Malchi, aka J Truth. Hey. Okay, I know we're supposed to be freestyling, but I'm just—you hit the button <laughs> on the punch pad, and the right. beat came up. Fuck you, blues. No, I'm just saying. It sounds like music you would listen to over a koi pond. <laughs> it's the fact that it came up so quick. I'm, in, I'm impressed. It's like we leveled up. It's like we got a bunch of new stuff, and now we up. Yeah, uh-huh. it up. Man, we pull uh, it up. We drink a lot. Yeah. I got a boiler maker. Uh, it stinks a lot. I, I don't mean it stinks a lot. I mean I think a lot. Uh, I think a lot about where I'm supposed to be and where I'm supposed to go. I got an ill flow. And uh, if you don't know, you about to know. Yo, listen, we drinking old foresters in the building. Guaranteed I'm out here straight up and I'm chilling, yeah. We in the bus city, you better know that. Guaranteed, yo, I used to wear it like a throwback hat. Uh-huh. Yo, I see a quill shirt, murder hornets. I'm like, goddamn, murder hornets, they up on it. Yo, they take a really good hat. I guarantee, yo, I'm about to think this thing let off. Wait, I forgot. Last time I had I did this, I went too long. We had to loop the shit to business, so uh-huh. I, I cut it off. I'm about to stop talking. So Mr. Yo. J. Ward can start rocking. I don't yo. know. <laughs> you beat me, that's hard to see. Uh. You beat me, nigga, hardly. Uh, you beat me, that's a fraud to speak. Uh, you beat me, that's a quantum leap. Mm. Hey. Yeah, it's Magic Mike. And what that means is that you're going to disappear as soon as I saw the beat. Saw the beat. Uh, Let yeah. me run it back. Saw the beat. Uh, you disappear, nigga. Me and Mason go back like gentrification. <laughs> and Yoda. Like Yoda. Do or do not. Do or do not try. Do or die, yo, I make it fly, every time I come through, I come through with the greatness, coming yeah, back with the I break hits. I down on the lips, then he handed me a pick ever since, I've been spitting holy water like the grail, grab a pail, catch my runoff, bars cannot harness a slaughter, I promise, on slaughter, rawness, coming from this artist, coming off the bench, now I'm shooting like a starter, honest to God, I've been. Rocking crowds ever since I was in kindergarten Before Snoopers floss and call canide garments Hit the sixth grade with a pair of fresh Barclays Air Max 95 with the poem I'm alive to be flown I survived every moment Could've died, now I strive with the might like it's stolen 
When I recite, my goal is touch lives. I bust lives for niggas in lunch line, crunch line on punch line for all my niggas who crunch time. Niggas who grind and ain't been not for one crime. Unsigned, but I've been working on my penmanship, trying to hit the dealership. Pick a whip, drop chips, hit a spliff, riding high, fishing lip, simple lip. You and I are not the same mentally, physically. Get up on my level, homie, you cannot say shit to me. O2, Nissan, no chroma TVs, my G, take it straight out of that GT. Timeless MC, ain't nobody ever gotta reinvent me. Cause I rap with the swag of a young Ice T. Before he cut the ponytail, only those phony fed, homie smell. What I got, cooking like Central Booker, mistook him for a rapper, they put me behind bars. Yo, before Jamal spits, can I say something besides the fact that this is why <laughs> this is why we don't want to freestyle with a professional rapper on the <laughs> exactly. Besides exactly. that, I want to circle back to what you were saying about Yellowstone. Uh, yes. Yeah. So back when I used to rap, my name was Yellowstone. This the is back legend. in high school. First of all, this is back in high school. This is first of all, this is mid nineties. Okay. Mid nineties. First of when all, when everything was a rat acronym. I was about okay. to say, don't don't think it's just Yellowstone. Right. Y.E. Okay, L. L. And he'll get to that. Go all right, ahead. all right. So Yellowstone, the whole thing was an acronym, and it was yellow was youth enticing ladies loving only women. <laughs> Sophisticated <What>? teacher <laughs> of Nubian education. Oh, you was one the of them niggas. Drop oh, the beat, Jamal. Man. Jamal, let's hit this thing off. Shit. Well, um, I don't, I don't have any flows, guys. No flows. I don't. No flows. You got it. Hey, yo, why don't you just? Uh, I'm about to cheat. Why don't you toast over the beat? Toast. Yeah. Like shout out. To like Mason. uh, nah, like um, uh, real quick to all you guys and gals out there. This is your main man Jamal coming at you one more games all my fly brothers and sisters fuck that freestyle bars i'm about bars. to cheat oh mason yeah, had that sounding right though i'm about to cheat uh hold on fuck i can't catch the beat all right i'm about to fuck up again give me all the fly girls from all around the world cuties with fat booties oh. who want diamonds and pearls hey. all the super with superlatives the way i word this shit oh. is oxymoronic how iconic it is when i spit the shit don't got no game don't need no game Wait a still run all up in your shit got no fortune need no fame still be all up on your dick hold on shit stop that goddamn music stop stop that goddamn music the agreement was <laughs> that you wouldn't rhyme anything <laughs> That was always the agreement. <laughs> what was that, sir? Sorry. I don't understand. This motherfucking <laughs> white man can't jump this. <laughs> he white man can't jump this. He did. He did. He did. Because I was looking down, and all of a sudden, I, I'm in my headphones. I'm like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> where'd that come from? Generally, the idea is he can't rap. <laughs> all of a sudden, this motherfucker has expensive every, bars. Like, every, expensive all bars. All of a sudden, he's... Prince all of a sudden. Yeah, like, you diamonds got, and pearls. And you shit. got coach bar. You got, hey. Okay, you got I'm sorry. Vinci bar. I'm sorry. Yes. In the first four episodes, I have always started rhyming and then fucked up immediately after oh. like after like a half a bar to two bars. Wow, that's immediately. But shout out to yes. Steve's beat. That's shout out to Steve. The shout Steve. out to Steve's yeah. beat because it's definitely laid back. And it allows you to get right in that pocket. My man missed the And S. fuck up Carter. and get it back. You know what I'm saying? It gives you just enough air to like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't quite say that right. 
but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker. Cheers to you, my oh, was shit. rapping. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, he said superlatives. Superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> that's against some rule. I don't I'm, know what the rule is, but that's I against mean, I'm the super rule, with nigga. superlatives. I'm super niggas. with superlatives. Yeah. You're not allowed to be that smart <laughs> in, on, in, this, in a rap song. This show, <laughs> this show is an entire level up. From <laughs> the equipment to the chairs to to Jam- to to mall cheese to mall cheese complete failure of getting a beat last last show we couldn't even get a beat he was this so show, stoned out and it's just like this what? this motherfucker is about to put out an EP in in, in sixteen bucks and yeah, it is yo God is good grab go leap. yes go go grab get quantum, quantum leap. leap make sure that. <laughs> That you was guys. the definition of a quantum leap. <laughs> Make sure you guys. He needed a sleep. That Steve was the definition of a quantum leap. Instead of Steve's actually. beat, instead of Jamal's beat, he needed Steve's beat. He needed Steve's beat. <laughs> quantum leap. Quantum leap is oh, out there. Shit. Subscribe so you can so you can <laughs> so you can keep that PS5 I for yourself. I am Mason Parker on all platforms. On all platforms. And I am MasonParker.com. Right. Don't forget. To go ahead Blue. and do your research on Paperback Heroes. Yes, because yeah. if you're not following me, you probably got a low sperm count or something. Like that. <laughs> um, amongst other things, That's a hit below the belt. Literally, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else might be wrong with you, but I'm pretty sure you're fucked up. That was so, a good. That was a good shot. It will go yeah. un. It will go unrecognized. Ain't no. Ain't nobody gonna cop to that. Ain't nobody that gonna be like. Shot. <laughs> yeah. That was below the belt. I see what you did there. <laughs> Shout out to Quaz. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> also, don't forget to follow Poet at Poet Up Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, subscribe. And we stream everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And subscribe to us. Uh, give us five stars. I'm stealing this from Bomani. Mm. Give us five stars mm-hmm. because if you give us four stars, right. we're inclined to think that you're a hater. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> I like Boom. that. Facts. Yeah, you might be a hater. And we out. Pull it up, pull it up.